Now's your chance to get caught up on all that's happening in technology around Akron and the rest of the world. It's This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. Driven by your Northern Ohio Honda dealers. It's time for the Summer Spectacular Sales Event at your local Northern Ohio Honda dealer or visit them online at northernohiohondadealers.com. Now, here's Gene Destro. This week, we're looking at technology in your health, including stories about high-tech bandages, gaming injuries, and changes on Instagram designed to reduce teen depression. We'll also hear about the latest efforts to block robocalls, how to recycle your old cell phone without actually getting rid of it, and how 5G technology may revolutionize your home Wi-Fi connection sometime soon. All this and more coming up. Attorneys general from every state, including Ohio, are joining forces with major phone companies to fight the rapidly growing problem of robocalls. An estimated 4.7 billion robocalls were placed in July alone. Many of those calls are from scammers. CBS News correspondent Anna Werner reports. The companies say they will offer free call blocking tools to customers. That includes blocking unwanted calls and deploying a system that labels fake calls. They also agree agreed to dedicate sufficient resources to investigate suspicious calls and patterns. The agreement does not cover those who use old copper landline phones. There's no timeline for the 12 major companies to make good on these voluntary promises. Um, this agreement targets scam robocallers, so legal robocallers like debt collectors are still allowed. Robocalls aren't the only kind of headache your mobile phone may be causing you. In fact, there's been some new research into that age-old question of whether or not mobile phones are actually harmful to your health. Imagine all the screen time, all the calls over a lifetime. Is it too much radiation? The Chicago Tribune wanted to find out. The newspaper funded lab tests using a liquid that mimics human tissue. They analyzed exposure to an iPhone 7 more than 15 minutes at a time. They found the radio frequency radiation exposure not only measured over the legal safety limit, but it more than doubled what Apple reported to federal regulators. Apple does not agree with the newspaper's findings. The FCC now says it'll do its own testing. Jennifer Brown, CBS News. But that isn't the only tech device that could potentially have an adverse effect on your health. Michael Fay, who's the director of the University of Akron's eSports team, says they're working now with researchers from the Cleveland Clinic to keep their video gaming team members healthy. Similarly to a traditional sports team, our eSports players are engaged in extended, repetitive activity, really challenging themselves to perform at a certain task. And the reality is eSports is such a new industry there's not a lot known about what are the best practices for staying healthy while you're applying yourself in an endeavor such as esports. And so the real advantage to this partnership with the Cleveland Clinic is that with their sports health division and the, ex the specialists that they have in esports performance, we're able to really proactively look after our player well-being and the, the welfare of our students. For people who aren't familiar with esports and what they entail, what possible types of injuries or health concerns are there? Players hold a lot of tension in their wrists. They hold a lot of tension in their back, in their legs. And so carpal tunnel, tendonitis, 
myths or huge concerns, particularly for players who, if they're really competitive and they play for extended periods of time, that can be something that they're really at risk for. So providing them with proper preventative tips on how to avoid things like that. There's also concerns around eye strain, vision care due to, you know, looking at blue light from these computer monitors for extended period of time. And then another big concern is posture. So these students are seated for an extended period of time, and there are a lot of challenges that can come from poor posture, reducing circulation to the legs, and things like that. But then there's also a whole other angle to it, which is also the competitive performance aspect of it. So while we are really concerned about making sure that our players are as healthy as possible, we also want to make sure that we're learning everything we can about how to give them a competitive edge. So is it possible, and have you guys discussed, that maybe one way to keep eSports athletes healthy would be for them to take breaks and then do actual physical sports? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that's actually part of our current training regimen for our varsity team. So our varsity players during the school year, they all engage in regular fitness training. They do strength and conditioning training every single week for two hours. They also do an hour of yoga each week to help them get a stronger core, uh, to maintain better posture. And they are getting a bunch of different lessons about things surrounding time management, nutrition, all those factors. But now the greatest advantage with this partnership is we're able to bring in the specialist knowledge to help amplify the impact that those different training methods can have. Meanwhile, Instagram is making some changes they hope will help reduce teen depression. Jeff Colvin has more. When you post a photo on Instagram, people can click on a like button and the photo's total number of likes shows up next to it. Everyone can see everyone's number of likes, and that's a problem for some teenagers. If other people's photos get more likes than their own, and if the whole world can see those numbers... Some teens get upset to the point where researchers say it can hurt their mental health. Instagram, which is owned by Facebook, is testing a change letting users see the likes for their own photos, but not for anyone else's. The changes are being tested in Canada, Japan, Brazil, and a few other countries. No word on whether they're coming to the U.S. or whether they're having any effect on teenagers' mental health. I'm Jeff Colvin. Everybody knows how uncomfortable bandages can be and how when you're really hurt, the last thing you want to do is keep checking underneath to make sure you're healing properly. But that's exactly what you've had to do forever. Until now. Something new is on the horizon. Jim Chenevy reports. Medical technologies have improved dramatically over the years, but one category that's remained pretty much the same for decades is bandages. That could change soon thanks to a group of Scottish researchers. Engineers at Harriet Watt University have developed a new type of smart bandage that contains microsensors capable of detecting minute changes in the healing process. The idea is to give doctors a better idea of what's going on under the bandage without needing to disturb the wound with unneeded changes. This could be especially helpful when treating hard-to-heal wounds like burns and diabetic ulcers. But it could also be employed for everything from surgical incisions to simple cuts. The smart bandage sensors are able to track the process of healing down to a micro-scale level, less than the width of a human hair. The bandage could also help medical researchers learn more about the healing process and how to improve it. Next, 
we've got a story about a new app that could help you keep your old cell phone and recycle it at the same time. CNET editor Ian Schur tells us how. If you don't want to recycle your phone, right, which is always a good idea and you can actually make money from it, your other option would be there's a camera on the back of these phones and it can be used if you want to get into some pretty, you know, light home security. And there are a number of apps out there, including one that we profiled on CNET recently called Alfred, which is free to use, that works on Android devices and iPhones. And what it can do is it can actually stream audio and video, and it even has a little bit of storage, it has motion detection, all sorts of stuff. So this type of technology is actually becoming very capable. It used to be that this was something that you were only really got through a Nest camera or something like that. Now it's becoming pretty standard, even in these apps. So if you want to play with home security, but you're not ready to put $200 into a Nest camera, then this is an interesting alternative to get yourself kind of started. Big news in the city of Cleveland, where 5G wireless service is being rolled out. And it's not just in Cleveland. One day, in the not-too-distant future, it might be coming to your neighborhood as well. Ryan Cooley has more. 5G is coming in a form that has nothing to do with your phone. I'm Brian Cooley from CNET, in search of the next big thing. Wireless 5G internet is so fast, it's emerging as a new way to get home internet. No cable, no DSL. Instead, you subscribe to home internet from, let's say, Verizon or Sprint's wireless divisions in some cities already. And AT&T is going to offer it as well. They send you a device that gets 5G from the air combined with a little outdoor antenna and then supplies that to your existing home Wi-Fi router. The devices in your home never know the difference. They just keep using Wi-Fi. In the more distant future, imagine devices in your house that are natively 5G, and they completely circumvent the clunkiness of Wi-Fi and home routers entirely to connect directly to the Internet via their own internal 5G innards. This would simplify connections in our lives and make them faster. Now that really makes 5G interesting. Know what's next at CNET. And that's it for now. See you next week. That was This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. Driven by your Northern Ohio Honda dealers, it's time for the Summer Spectacular Sales Event at your local Northern Ohio Honda dealer or visit them online at northernohiohondadealers.com. Tune in next week for more tech news and listen online at wakr.net.